Hello. Hi, Dan. Save it for the podcast. Is here. Save it for the podcast. How often do you say that during the week? I'd say an average of three to five times. Yeah, I'd agree. Good. That's I'm glad this, we're on the same page. This whole thing started by us saying it probably more frequently. And we just had to create a podcast because we had all this content that and we thank were saving. Goodness, thank goodness we did because our listeners, I don't know what they would be doing if they weren't spending time listening to Save It for the Podcast. I wonder what people, the majority of the listeners do while listening. I would think commuting. Yeah, or do people listen to podcasts while they exercise? Maybe while they're creating crafts or art. Definitely, we're not a standalone um, thing. I feel people multitask. Yeah, I think by design, you don't have to devote 100% of your brain power to listening to this. It's sort of... Mm. It's easy listening. Yeah, background music type of vibes. Yeah. You know, earlier today, I was asking you what you thought might be the next trend in adult beverages. Because (laughs) I was looking at an ad, a billboard off the street for hard seltzer. Mm -hmm. I thought we've, we've really gone through, you know, spirits and beer, craft beer, Micro breweries, um, hard kombucha, or some of these trends, hard seltzer, every company getting into it. So, like, what is left to make boozy? And I, I, all I could think of was maybe hard prune juice. Yeah, I thought that was a genius idea. Um, it's an untapped market. There, when you think prune juice, you think a certain age group. Maybe constipation comes to mind. Yeah. Which could be a lot of different age groups, not just maybe boomers. Even I know some toddlers who had some constipation issues and they were having to take prune juice and, and whatnot. So I don't think hard prune juice would be for them. Really? The toddlers aren't going to get into that? I mean, how hard? You have to be 21. Now, what is the, what makes, I'm not an expert on like hard lemonade, hard iced tea, hard whatever. Is that like malt liquor or what is the hard part of the I think it's a variety of spirits. It could be a vodka based seltzer with no sugar. You can ferment the product to create alcohol naturally. But generally, yeah, something cheap added to a sugar base or a diet base. I'm really liking it. I know, and, you know, I say this all the time, but we are in the world of marketing. And so Mike's hard lemonade, Malia's hard prune juice. What do you Mm -hmm. think? Um, you know, it's probably not the next trend, but what, you know, maybe juice boxes for adults, like making juice hard. I mean, that's wine. And they do have wine in those little boxes where you punch a straw into them. Mm. 
Maybe everything's already been boozy. Except Malia's hard prune juice. <laughs> I'm going to market it to um, rehab and nursing homes. Perfect. Rehab facilities, nursing homes. Uh, I think yeah. it's great. I think it's a great idea. It's an untapped market. And that's what you want. When you mm -hmm. want to make a lot of money fast, you tap into an untapped market. Okay. But uh, as far as you were asking trends and things, I'm the kind of person who thinks that like trends come back around, they kind of loop. Yeah. So I feel like wine coolers might they came back for a bit oh they came with, back with again uh, already zima zima no yeah zima's zima? a wine cooler yeah from that the came 80s. back that's that made a little comeback did it yeah fantastic like okay. clearly canadian's not a hard thing but that came back that was an 80s resurgence but oh my gosh nostalgia yeah you know everything old is new again fashion we see it as trends which is so bizarre because now we're at the older end where i'm seeing what I wore in grade school and high school on people now. And uh -huh. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I, I, I don't, I guess I don't like to see the repeat trend. I want to see a new, a new thing. There's enough out there to create newness. We don't have to wear the same culottes that I wore back then. Now. I hear, I hear what you're saying. However, when I was a teen, I didn't have the money to afford the fashions of that time. But now that they're coming back, I can afford culottes now and mm. I'm going to do it. Mm. Some jelly shoes. A whole lot of culottes. Some mom jeans. Oh, yeah. You know what? I was um, wandering past the mall the other day and I saw a lot of college age women in mom jeans, yeah. like way up. Yeah. Way up high, yep. riding high, yep. riding proud. I saw another trend. I never got on this trend in, back in the day, and maybe it's a new trend. People leaving their top button of their jeans, even a little bit of the zipper, open. Isn't That's, that just for fat people? No, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Okay. I stand corrected. You're not in with the trends. The more you know about trends. You're not trendy. I'm not trendy. I don't want to be trendy. I've never been trendy, even when I was like young. I just like classic. Classic. They come and go too quickly for me. I'm not a, a fast mover, so. I also don't want to like be like everybody else. You, you do. I do in some ways, but other ways, if everyone is like everyone, then who are you? I want to be different like everyone else. Okay, cool. <laughs> Moment Generally, of silence. We're both pretty unique people. I had someone tell me the other day, and you know who you are if you're listening. You're one of our top three, maybe number one listener. And we only have five. So. It's Christine. I'm going to call out Christine. <laughs> I posted a really cool flower picture. It was a dahlia, and it was like two-faced, yin-yang. It was half red, half speckled. And she said... I said it was one of a kind, and she said, just like you. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. But it could, it could take it both ways. The first way I took it was like, you're special, you're unique, you're you. And then it, the second way I took it, like the anxiety kicked in. I'm like, wait, one of a kind. Like, we can't handle, this world can't handle two of you. One is enough, you wacky lady. 
And then where did you finally land? Uh, mostly back in the you're unique and that's cool. Yeah. I mean, if I know Christine, I know that that was the thought behind it was it was complimentary. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Gosh darn you, anxiety. <laughs> it's always getting in there trying to trick you. So here's something um, that people don't know about you, but you know what? You're an open book, and I'm going to... You're going to open my book? Yeah, if you don't mind, I'm going to open your I book. I don't know until you... This could be the first episode we ever edit something out if she's not <laughs> ready for this to be public. But um, for some reason, Malia does not like the 16th of any month. For some reason, <laughs> she uh, we're recording on, I believe it's around the 18th now. Maybe it's the 19th. I'm not I sure. I don't even know. Yeah, it's the 18th of September. But two days ago, when it was the 16th, she turned to me and said, well, how do you feel about the 16th? I'm like, the 16th, what do you mean? The 16th of the month. And could you sort of yeah, expand on that for the, the listeners? I associate a lot of numbers of the month with friends' birthdays, family birthdays. You know, I think of, oh, Jean was born October 1st. Like, that's in my head, the first. The first of the month is cool. It's the first day. I get really good vibes on the first of the month. The last day of any month, also, I get good vibes. Um, I like the number 12. I like 5. I like 4. I just don't like 16. I, at any time of the 16th of the month, any month, I feel weird. I feel like it's a lost day. It's like missing time. It's just a day that leaves me very unsettled. I forget about it. There's no association to people in my life. I'm totally forgetting forgetting people's birthdays because people are born on the 16th, but not in my world. Uh, there aren't really holidays on the 16th. Um, it's a day after bills. We do bills on the 1st and the 15th. Nothing really happens on the 16th. Uh, it, it rubs me the wrong way. I don't like the 16th. The more you know. I can't wait to reveal something about you someday when I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> An oddity. I don't have much. An FYI. There's only three things people should know about me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know what those three things are, but... I wish people would ask me questions and I could answer them about you. Like, just send in... Yeah, tell me this about, about Dan. Dan. I wonder about this. I think you're kind of mysterious in a way where people, they don't quite have you figured out. They wonder a little bit. I mean, that's by design. I'm slippery. <laughs> you're not slippery. That's an awful description. That sounds like you're a slick, slippery, used car salesman. Okay, fine. Here's something. I'm going to just put this Slip out there. Slipping Jimmy. My big toe and my second toe are the same length. That probably means something to someone out there. I always heard, I think it was my stepmother that told me this, if your second toe is longer than your big toe, you're smart, you're intelligent. Well, no wonder why I flunked out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> 
My toes. I can blame my toes. <laughs> blame <your> toes. <laughs> Maybe um, on like a job interview, people will see like, oh, here's something never finished high school. Yeah, my toes. mundane about you. You like bunt cakes. I do. Is I, it the shape? The texture? What is it? Well, first of all, the name. It's fun to say bunt. You also like a bunting. I do. For baseball games. And not the actual physical activity of the batter bunting the ball. Correct. But the drapery of... Red, what? white, and blue, blue. bunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very special to me because the team that I root for growing up wasn't very good. They're still not really very good. However, when the on the rare occasion that they did make it into the playoffs, they would put the bunting out, and it just felt like the whole field the stadium was like dressed up you know what i mean like it had mm-hmm. its fancy clothes on so i always associate bunting with good times and i don't have that association but now i have the like of bunting because you like it so it draws my attention and i pointed out to you bunting it's like a bird <laughs> like we're seeing something look at that wild bunting over there but and there's cakes. different kinds of bunting okay the red white and blue some of them have stars mm-hmm. and some of them don't have stars. <laughs> and each one is different. I like I like them both, but for different occasions. Like the 4th of July should have bunting with the stars. Um, is that a TV show, bunting with the stars? No, but it could be. It should be. Gosh, you're a marketer. Um, back to the bunt cake. I like the name. Bunt it's just a fun word to say. Um, the shape of it, it's sort of almost like a giant donut in a way. And well, the texture tends to be kind of firm on the outside, softer on the inside. Do you like yeah. that duality of textures? It's yeah. not heavily frosted, typically lightly sweetened. You know what? I've never gone this deep into uh, analyzing my my love for Bundt Cakes. But I just felt like if I tried to analyze it too much, it might take away some of the magic. We can leave it, yeah. Well, I made you one today. Did you ever? Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. It has a lot of descriptors. How would you describe it? And then I'll tell you if you hit it all. Would you say chalky? No. (laughs) That was a joke. Not at all. Well, the first thing that hit me right in the face was the delicious smells coming from the kitchen area towards my nostrils. I wish we had an air freshener. And selfishly, by baking you the cake, it created the air freshener attitude of taking maybe as, you know, end of summer, stale, I live with two dudes and a dog kind of vibe. Like, it brought it up a notch. I notice you don't add your own... Sell your own odors into that mix. It's just you live with two dudes and a dog. Flower female, Mm -hmm. and I don't have. I'm not turned off by my own stuff. And on a scale of, but shut up! I know I smell. Okay, no, I'm not going. (laughs) I think you guys smell more. On a scale of one to ten, 
with what dudes smell like? Where am I on that scale? Oh, you're so low. Like um, a four, a three, I, a three to a three to four, yeah. and only in certain areas of my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have certain hot zones. Yeah. All right. We don't have to go there, but it's not. You're you have really good hygiene. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So do you. Thanks. I think that's why we get along so well. One <laughs> of the reasons. Couples wouldn't work very well if one was so much grodier than the other. You have to be on the same grody level. Do you think um, Pigpen from the Peanuts gang grew up and got married to someone who was also had that cloud of dirt around their body? Or mm-hmm. did he find someone who was Cleaned like up a, his act, a maybe. neat freak? Maybe or, he became clean because he wanted to, you know... Impress. Or maybe just when he, as he matured, he just cleaned up. So you smelled the spices? Yes. And so you were smelling basically chai spice. I took chai tea and I ground it up and added cinnamon in addition. Um, it just I, smelled like a warm cinnamon hug. I took a recipe and of course I changed it because that's what I do. Why do you do Followed that? Follow the instruction. I think I can improve on things. I've got some designed for the top so i added pecans that wasn't part of it i added the chai that wasn't part of it i reduced an apple cider that we picked up at an orchard and added it to a homemade caramel that wasn't part of it that Mm -hmm. was the drizzle on top and um i didn't have enough sour cream so i added pumpkin for the moisture wait i'm so glad you enjoy it that was supposed to be a secret ingredient, and now you just put it out there on the podcast. I don't have any secrets. Okay. What, uh, earlier today, you, you told me that that was a secret. You didn't... Well, I didn't reveal it in the social media posts mm-hmm. because it just felt like it was too many descriptors, so uh-huh. I just omitted pumpkin. Hashtag pumpkin puree? Yeah. Sure. Which, by the way, I know you're cutting me off here. Uh, we, we have can talk a minute. About it later. A, a minute and one second. Apparently, most pumpkin canned canned pumpkin is not pumpkin; it's squash, labeled as pumpkin. I is still like a, it. Can you sue for that? It's the ingredient says pumpkin, but well, hey, pumpkin is in the category of squash, maybe. Hey, yeah, I think so. We'll have to I look like up pumpkin. the genus and species. I like it. And we'll have that information for you in episode 187. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. And don't forget to save it. For the podcast. <laughs>